Hello everybody, welcome to Devils Across the Pond. This is your host Prajwal and Suryan. Alright, we will be recapping our last four games, which happened to be last four wins. A very impressive record by United. So we had the home win against Liverpool, away win against Southampton, and away against Leicester, and yesterday yeah, home wins, a home win against Arsenal. When we last recorded our episode, uh, we were at uh, bottom of the table and now we are fifth, three points from the top arsenal. So, what happened? What did the managers do well? How did it turn around? We'll talk about uh, each of those games in brief. What are some of the big changes? Uh, which players were very impressive? We'll talk about some of the transfers, player comings in. Uh, players uh, who have been here, some of them last minute, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good uh, form right now. United are in, and hope we're hopeful that they'll keep it up. So here we go. All right, Suryan, what are your first thoughts uh, overall on the last four games on on the team, on the manager? I think the players did good. The players who impressed me the most were Martinez and Malasia. Martinez against the Liverpool game and he he was good. He tackled uh cleared the ball off the line a few times. He almost he saved Bruno from scoring an own goal and without him on the field probably would have been two three Liverpool and they would have won. And I'm I'm impressed by Malasia because He's good, and I think that he might replace Alex Tellis. Alex is already gone. Saw. Oh, yeah. Luke Saw. Saw. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, to, to add on to that, you know, we, we brought some fire to the game, um, uh, starting with Liverpool game. I, I don't even know how we brought that energy on the pitch, especially after that, you know, humiliating loss uh, away. Um, we thought, to be frank, uh, we thought, you know, a draw would be a pretty good result for us against Liverpool. And, uh, you know, the, the performance that they put out uh, was quite amazing. Uh, it's probably the best game that we've seen uh, from United team in a while, especially with this group of players, right? So what do you, what do you think about the, the Liverpool game in particular? What, what impressed you or what did you notice? Um... I think that Sancho's goal impressed me. Alenga had a pretty good cross to Sancho in the box, and Sancho cut it inside and shot. And I'm impressed by how direct he hit it, and the placement was good. So that was one of my favorite things, too. And I hope to see um, him him and Aling, uh, him and whoever of the wingers, like Sancho and the other wingers that they Man United have, I hope to see them have a connection and get some goals in for United this season. Yeah, so Liverpool, uh, the, the coach uh, Ten Hag certainly made some big calls. Uh, he put Maguire, Saw on the bench. And uh, he brought in Lisandro uh, and uh, Malasia, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And of, of course, both of them have been electric. They've brought so much energy on the pitch that the tackles, you know, Malaysia, especially Malaysia, I mean, I feel like his energy, the energy he brings in the pitch is so contagious because he's always, you know, fist pumping, you know, chest thumping with their teams when they put a tackle in. Even Diego Dalo, I mean, he's been very impressive uh, in all last four games, uh, tracking back, blocking tackles, crossing, putting the cross from the right channel, right? And it's really great to see uh, Sancho, you know, hopefully he'll keep his form because, you know, last season he he was showing some glimpses of his uh, of his tricks and, and goals, but he never really you know, got the season going. But I think uh, this season, there's some promise that he, early on he's gotten, what, a uh, couple of goals already now. Uh, especially Liverpool goal was, was really well taken. Uh, and he and Rashford seem to have some sort of connection developing, which is great to see. But yeah, in terms of the Liverpool game, uh, you know, the, the tempo, the speed, uh, the desire to win, I think there was all there. I mean, Liverpool did control uh, most of the game, I would say, but I think we had... Uh, when we had the ball and we made the attacks, I think we we're pretty devastating. So, and I, I always say uh, with the United team that we have right now, uh, especially with the front, that if we attack the other team, whoever it may be, with, with speed and high tempo, uh, you know, we have devastating speed with, with Rashford, Sancho, uh, even when Ilanga comes on sometimes. Uh, so if you attack the other team with speed, we are always bound to get goals. I've always said that. So, again, uh, fair to say that Liverpool is not, not the best Liverpool side, you know, we've faced in the last few years, right? I think Liverpool is going through their own phase right now. But nonetheless, they're a top team. So, it was good to get that, get that win. All right. So, after that, we had two away games. Uh, again, on, when we were in our bad form, we probably could have lost these games against Southampton away and Leicester. But... We uh, ground out some narrow wins, 1-0 away. Yeah. Uh, uh, Southampton, we had a Bruno uh, goal uh, crossed by Dalot, uh, really well taken by Bruno. And defensively, we're, we're fairly strong. And then against Leicester, you know, Sancho uh, took that nice goal uh, with, with Rashford passing that goal. So what do you say about these two uh, away games? I think we had a decent victory with pretty good defensive I think in the Southampton game, United, they had, like, as you were saying, if United were, if they had the speed and the passes right, then they could score. They had that, and they did, like, they got the speed, they got the passes, and when when that works out, United can just, like, get past the defense really early and just get a goal. Yeah, you know, ideally, you would have to like to see uh, both of these games, you know, put to bed you know, at right. least with the two goal, right? Because, you know, towards the end, Southampton uh, were, were pushing um, for an equalizer, even Leicester. And you know, I think we had a ton of chances against Leicester away. And again, fair to say Leicester is rock bottom right now. Um, you know, they're in really poor form. So um, I think we probably should have won the game, but we should have probably at least put, you know, two or three goals away. And we we... we kind of put pressure on ourselves at the end because uh, Leicester away, I think uh, towards the end, uh, who's this guy, Justin from Leicester, he could have scored in that last minute, right? Uh, it was like the 93rd minute of the last uh, minute of added time. So, you know, you know, 
if that had went away, we probably would have come out with a draw. So even Ericsson said in his post-match that we need to be wrapping these games early so there's no pressure. Uh, and if we don't close games, you know, we might uh, scrape out these one nothing victories, but there might be a few games where you know, another team was going to put an equalizer, right? Yeah. The, the last few games, like against Leicester and Southampton, at the final minutes of the match, it was really scary watching United and how poor, how poorly they were giving the ball away and giving the other team so many chances to score in these last minutes of added time. So, like, I don't think that United should, like, um, they should, like, be, they shouldn't grow too early. Like, if they grow too early mm-hmm. and they give the ball away, then the other team could score in the last minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, after we scored the first goal, we seemed to, you know, uh, step on our back feet a little bit uh, in both these away games. And I think, you know, if we put pressure and get that second goal or the third goal, you know, like, like City does or even Arsenal in the last five games, I think we can close these games out early. Uh, so, yeah, that's away game. But nonetheless, you know, credit to United. Southampton was a tough test because Southampton has been you know, in pretty good form. I think Leicester victory was probably, uh, uh, you know, we should have gone that victory, but uh, Southampton was a tough game because Southampton have, I think they beat Chelsea, right, recently? Yeah, well. if we don't if we don't close the games early, it might come back to haunt us against the better teams. Like, say United played, like, when United played Leicester, it was a 1-0 game, but if... They played Leicester again early, um, later in the season, and they beat bigger teams. And United scored one goal in like the halftime, and then they then Eric Tenner had started making some changes. Um, Leicester could maybe use that to their advantage and score some goals against mm-hmm. United. Yeah, Leicester is is in a bad state right now, so. Again, I think we had a good De Gea save uh, from Madison's free kick that yeah. kept us at 1-0. Um, but we had chances. I think we created a ton of chances that we didn't take in, in the Leicester away game. Anyway, I think, you know, we are... It's still a positive outcome, right? We still won, you know, we still got the three points. That's all mat- that matters in the end. Uh, the only, as I said, as we said, the only major comments that we have is let's get that second goal, third goal that puts pressure off. Then we can, you know, bring in more players, give them more game time. Like, I would, I would love to see, you know, us at home, you know, let's say beating, um, you know, uh, Nottingham first, let's say, you know, 3-0 or 4-0 and then have, have you know, 60th minute we bring in the, the young players like Garnacho or give them young time that we, that we need. You know, that's the, the benefit or the positive of, of winning some of these games early on that we can have the luxury to bring out and give minutes to players that might need minutes. Um, and lastly, I think I would want to add that, you know, I think we, we brought out Casemiro uh, from the bench. And again, he is yet to start a full game, but whenever he's coming, he's, he's, we can see how good he is, right? He's tidied up the game on the, on the defense. He made a few blocks couple of plus uh, cross passes so he's certainly you can tell that the quality when Casemiro comes in uh, 
what do you think? Do you think he'll get a full debut, uh, 90 minute at some point? I mean, in the middle? Yeah, I think that if United play against a bigger club that is in good form, they might bring out some of the subs, like some of the new transfers that they've gotten, like Anthony Casemiro, put put in the back. Dubravka and put them in for some minutes to like try and see how good connection they have and see how good they can work mm -hmm. and I think that Casemiro in midfield for United that's going to be a good look for United so like it can some of the strikers if like big strikers like Holland if they try and get past Casemiro Casemiro like if This the big strikers. They try and like loft the ball in the air, but um, what Casemiro is good at doing It's is like down, heading yeah. the heading the ball away or blocking the ball with his foot. That's what United wanted. Yeah, that's what that's what we've been screaming for, right? Somebody in like a central defender because we were, you know, really poor in that area, uh, especially with Fred and uh, Scott sort of not being able to cover that. But having said that, I think, um, you know, we have to give credit to McTominay because he's done decent, I would say, the last four games, right? Because he started. And uh, even the Arsenal game, I mean, the tackles, you know, what was that against? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Arsenal game in a minute. But, you know, I remember the tackle that he made against, it was it Gabriel Jesus that he basically... McTominay brought him down by basically holding him down. At the yeah, I think without McTominay, United wouldn't have put in the big tackles. United, United, like United, um, what United have is Scott McTominay, and Scott McTominay can put in those big tackles, like um, Erickson, and I, I don't think he did really does those big tackles, but Scott McTominay he does, and that kind of benefits, yeah. like if. Like even if it's like, uh, even if it's seventy third minute and they're clear on goal, he might do one of those tackles and save save United from yeah. getting a last minute goal and maybe losing. The yeah, game. I mean, uh, you know, certainly bringing in uh, Casemiro, I'm sure McTominay. There's pressure on Fred and McTominay now, right? Because they're not guaranteed starters. You know, if they don't perform well, they're out. You know, Casemiro steps in right away. And I'm sure it's a matter of time before Casemiro starts, you know, uh, in the in the starting eleven. So it's good that they're competing. Uh, it seems to have, you know, put some pressure on McTominay and maybe even Fred to to up their game, right? So let's move on to the to the last game, the last win yesterday. You know, yesterday was a big test. Arsenal were on an unbeaten run. Uh, I, I believe five games. And United, after the first two losses, we were on an unbeaten run as well of, of the last three wins. So it was a good test, you know, for both the teams, you know, um, you know, Arsenal with, with uh, Arteta, you know, is this uh, project working? And with for us, for Manchester United, you know, Eric Ten Hag, you know, how is his rebuild going on? Uh, you know, so it was a good test. Uh, so what was your first thoughts on the Arsenal home game yesterday? You know, overall... Who impressed you the most? Uh, just about the game. What are your thoughts? I thought that Anthony impressed me the most in the game. He he brought like 
Eric Tanak has made some bold changes to make United more electric and get some pressure and tackles and goals in. So I think this is might be one of the changes that might help United with like um, pressure. Like Anthony, he's good in the left wing. He can get past the defenders and cross the ball or maybe cut inside and like curl the ball into the top corner. And that's what I want to see him do. So I think when he scored the goal in, I think, I believe the 21st minute or something, he, him, him and Rashford had a good combination. Rashford passed him the ball and he didn't even, t- well, I don't know if he took a touch or not, but yeah. he definitely had an impact and shot the ball. So I think I want I want to see him improve and get some assists and some goals for United. Yeah, I think he came for a big price tag, uh, Anthony. Uh, but you know, I think he always wanted to come to United. You know, get reuni- you know reunited with his former manager. So I think there's a special connection between Ten Hag and Anthony. And it's good to ha- see you know someone in the right wing here, uh, left footed, and we can see what Anthony does. You know, we saw glimpses. I'm sure there's more to come. But the trickery and the skills, you know, the crosses. But you know, uh, as you give more time, we'll we'll probably get more uh, from Anthony. And so, uh, I think uh, for the yesterday's game, there's no question. I think we had a the, the midfield, you know, uh, and the finishing were were you know top quality, right? We had we pressed Arsenal the first what ten minutes, fifteen minutes, but then Arsenal after that, I think. Had they had control uh, of the game, like yeah, the 63rd minute, uh, I think Saka scored, and Gabriel Jesus he got past, um, who was, um, I think he got past Veron, and um, he passed the ball to Saka, and Saka, I mean, when you, you should, when the strikers are in a position, like, you shouldn't give that much space to strikers, or otherwise they can do some good stuff when no one's uh, like pressure, um, tackling them. So the United gave Saka too much space and Saka scored. But in, after that, I think United sort of got back into the game. Uh, Bruno in midfield, he mm-hmm. did good. He assisted Rashford and Rashford scored it 2-1. Uh, it was outside of the right um, foot. Great pass. Yeah, it was a great pass, and and the last and goal was a was a counter attack goal because Arsenal was so high up, trying to get the equalizer, and again Bruno passed to Eriksson, you know, completely at the half line, right? Yeah. Tore up the defense, Arsenal, and you know, with the speed of Rashford, you know, and Eriksson basically laying up the last goal. But yeah, it was great to see this, you know, fast, PC goal. Uh, the, especially the last two games. But as I keep saying, Bruno and Eriksen were, were clinical in the middle, right? I think, uh, you know, why this pair is working is, I feel like before Eriksen came, you know, Bruno would be up top, but he did not have those balls coming into him all the time necessarily. Sometimes you would see, come, you know, come down the pitch to, to get the ball. You know, and, and, you know, you can see Fred or Matamine make those passes that Eriksen has done one touch, right? So I think having Ericsson in the team has sort of, you know, 
basically help Bruno because now he doesn't have to do the work that he was previously doing, you know, dropping off, getting the ball, and then trying to make the the final play as well. Now he has, you know, Ericsson right there to, to do all that work for him, just behind him. So I think uh, the, the the midfield was, was very good, but it also was great to see Rashford finally, you know, getting some form back, right? I think that you could see the speed. It seems like he has gotten his finishing back, you know, with the Liverpool goal that he made, and then... Yesterday's two goals, not to mention uh, the assist, right? He had one assist for Sanzo in the in the away match against Leicester. So it's great to see Rashford, you know, if he continues this form. Uh, I know, think in, like, he got sucked off because, and I think he was holding his hamstring. That's concerning. But he's good at running in behind the defense and, like, calling for the ball and, and like, Receiving running past, it, yeah. yeah, running past the goalkeepers in 1v1s. So, yeah, hopefully the injury is not too bad. Uh, you know, hamstrings uh, can put you out for a couple of weeks. Uh, he, but, I know, the good thing I liked about Ten Hag was, you know, as soon as uh, Rashford. Rashford was holding his hamstring and Lissandro was down on the floor after making that clearance, I mean, he brought them out really, you know, right away. There was no, like, yeah, there was hesitation. No... You know, Ten Hag sent in... Um, Ronaldo, uh, well, before, but even for uh, Lissandro, he brought in Maguire, right? So he made those changes, you know, really fast, which which I like. You know, he didn't really, you know, bother letting them, you know. Solskjaer, when Solskjaer was here, uh, I think against Everton, Paul Pogba was holding his hamstring, and he let him play there for a few minutes before taking him out. But I liked what Eric Tenag did was he took him out immediately so yeah. they wouldn't get injured. So great, you know, again, great, uh, you know, little things that Tenag has done. But again, uh, what has, you know, this change in Man United in the last four games, you know, uh, again, it's great to see this as a, as a United fan. Of course, we're delighted. But at the same time, we were like, you know, what has Tenag done? To, to make this and it's the same group of players what like 22 days ago they were you know so struggling against Brentford away I mean some of you know most of them uh, I would say the, there has been big changes with Maguire and Shaw uh, you know featuring you know not not much at all I mean Shaw has been completely out um, also we've seen uh, De Gea not really building from the back that much right De Gea, especially the Liverpool game we could see that the instructions for De Gea was to, when you get the ball, just lob it off to the front because he didn't build off uh, from the back at all. Because I know that we were very poor against Brentford and Brighton when we started, you know, passing to Maguire and stuff from the back. So maybe, um, you know, Ten Hag will still adopt those you know, strategies to build from the back more so in the, in the coming minutes. We're yet to see, but... He's, whatever he's done, he's, he's brought out this energy, uh, you know. But again, I think the players that have come in have really uh, made a significant difference, right? Martinez and Malasia especially. I mean, the, the way every time they put a tackle, you know, tracking back, you know, they're, they're thumping their chest, you know, holding their bads, right? It's, it's, it's really, you know, and even you saw yesterday when Anthony scored the goal, mm -hmm. He was, even, he was holding the badge and he he was uh, he, in, in the celebration you saw that he was glad and 
He was wearing the United Badgers pride, yeah. and he was happy to be there at United. Yeah, it's great to see players, you know, fighting for the badge and the and the and the shirt. And even you know, it was great to see Cristiano applauding the goal by Anthony, right, when he scored. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. I mean, Cristiano, the transfer season is done. He's staying away. But again, we'll we'll talk about this. Uh, in our final uh, section here, we'll talk about the, the transfers and the next game. So finally, uh, after the transfer deadline has closed, so far we have these players. Anthony, uh, Casamiro, Malasia, Martinez, Eriksson from a free transfer and Dubravka as a, as a goalie. So what do you make out of this transfer season? Do you think it's, United did fairly well? or? Yeah, I think United did well. I think when United just brought Malasia and Martinez, some of the pundits and commentators saying that, like Martinez, he was five foot seven, and Jamie Carragher, he said, um, a five foot seven man should not play in the back for United because he might give away the balls. Yeah, I think but we've already he, seen that being wrong so yeah. far, right? But when Mal- but when they those two games, um, I think some of the United fans said that. They didn't really have that much of an impact. But when Casemiro and Anthony and Erickson came, I, I think they sort, United sort of, uh, United fans sort of said that United might finish top four this season because of some of the bigger transfers they got, like Casemiro, Anthony, yeah. Erickson, Moss, I mean, and now, Martinez. Now, if we keep this form, uh, I think we have the squad uh, to definitely... You know, finish top four for sure, right? Uh, and again, you know, we have games coming up now, uh, especially the Europa League, uh, Thursday games, and then we're going to have the weekend games on the Premier League. So it's going to be a busy, you know, next uh, few months up until the World Cup. For example, right now, what? We have a we have a game coming up this Thursday. Uh, Crystal Real, Palace? Uh, no, the, the, that's the one on the weekend. Oh. But Europa League, we have a Real Sociedad home game this Thursday for Europa yeah. League. And then so... I think for me, uh, the interesting thing is how is Ten Hag going to rotate his squad, right? Because now we have, you know, Maguire, uh, you know, Shaw, you know, Casemiro, Fred, yeah, Cristiano. They haven't started the game yet. So I think fair to say that these guys might start the, the Europa League, I think. What do you think? Do you think uh, Cristiano? Yeah, I think they might start because it's not like Premier League. Europa League is like... Um, some of the Champions League clubs that have been that have lost. So I think it's not some of the big clubs like City and Liverpool in the Premier League. It's like um, some of the lower, yeah, lower teams, like in the lower leagues, playing against United. So I think that if if United lose, it won't be that much of a big deal because it's Europa League. I mean, United last year. Um, I mean, I right think now they went to Europa League and they got to like. The finals, but lost to um, I think it was. Yeah, right now I think uh, when you see the team uh, teams for Europa League, I mean with this squad, I think Arsenal is the other team in the Europa League. But we should be definitely going up to the the finals, just given on paper with this squad. But anyway, we should. It will be interesting to see what Ten Hag does uh, and how he rotates the squad. I think we have a a decent squad now. You know, is he going to start Maguire saw? You know, Fred, uh, give them minutes, even Casemiro uh, in the starting 11 and Cristiano up top for this Thursday game. Or is he going to, 
you know, still start with the players he started, you know, the, the Premier League the, against Arsenal yesterday. My guess is, you know, with with Rashford sort of holding his hamstrong, even Lisandro holding his groin. I mean, I think they will definitely get rested. So it's yeah, a chance think, for Maguire think, and Saw and Cristiano to step up. I think, uh, I think we saw Cristiano when he came in. You know, we saw that. I think he realizes now that he's got to be putting some work, changing the balls, you know, putting pressure up top. Because we did see him do that yesterday, uh, glimpses of it against Arsenal. And he did put pressure that led to that the third goal, that, that counter-attacking goal. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how uh, Ten Hag is going to rotate the squad, right? Yeah, I think that, um, like, Ronaldo, he's not going to... He's going to come in as a substitute in the Premier League, but in the Europa mm-hmm. League, I think he'll play. And I think, like, the people who Eric Ten Hag normally puts in for the Premier League games... Uh, I think he'll give them a rest, like for some of the big matches yeah. to play. But again, for you know, if I'm Cristiano and I'm benched against Real Sociedad on a Europa League, I mean that's, you know, that's gonna be a big blow to him, right? But again, uh, we'll, we will see. I think uh, Ten Hag has done well so far in terms of you know personal management uh, of players. So he's he's gotta keep this form. And at the same time, keep these big egos and big players happy. So it's a big task, you know, for Ten Hag. But so far, he seems to, he definitely seems to have authoritative figure. And he's certainly made his mark. Uh, you know, you can see him coming down to the touch line in, in every game, you know, putting out instructions. Um, he's not shy to, you know, speak his mind. So, you know, again, credit to the to the new manager to, to bringing and changing this mentality with this same sort of set of players. But again, he's added, you know, some of the players he trusts uh, in, 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 you know, Martinez, even Ericsson, Anthony from, from, from Ajax Connection. So, we'll see. I think, um, you know, every game brings a new test. We have in the Premier League, uh, next game is Crystal Palace away. Leeds at home, City away, and Everton away. So again, as I said, you know every game is a test. Every game tells something. Crystal Palace, uh, good form with you know Patrick Vieira as the manager. Uh, Leeds home, I think we should win that game. Uh, uh, but Jesse March, uh, the the manager of Leeds, uh, he's done pretty well with the team, I would say. So that might be tough. That I think it might be a little tough, but United should win. Yeah, I mean, the Leeds away, we usually uh, at home, we've been in the past uh, winning what, you know, a, a pretty big margin, right? So, but again, after Leeds, we have City away and Everton away, you know, Everton, uh, not great, but they've been fighting, they, they drew City uh, in their last game. City away, uh, we'll have to see, you know, with, with Haaland in, you know, amazing form right now, getting 10 goals in the last five, I mean, it's it's... I think it's going to really be a test for our defense, for our midfield, how we keep on going, how we rotate our squad, how we gel in the new players, you know, how does Anthony perform, uh, do we see Casemiro, you know, performing full 90 minutes, right? So all these questions, you know, where does Harry Maguire and Luke Saw fit into this puzzle? Because right now with uh, Varane and, and Mart- uh, Martinez and Shaw, you know, there's no way... 
you know, they're going to step in in their form right now. Um, and we have Lindelof as well, right, uh, on the bench as well. So how do all these players, you know, come in? How are they all happy, you know, sitting on the bench, coming as a substitute? I think Eric Tanag in the post-match interview against Arsenal, he said that the reporter asked, what is one of your key things to keeping the team happy? And Eric Tanag said, working on some of the positives for the team, like um, a trans, uh, like uh, he said that he likes to work with the positives of the team, like um, Cristiano, he, he's, he said that he definitely wants Cristiano to play more, I think, in the interview. But he said that he definitely likes positives in the game. Yeah. I mean, you could see Cristiano yesterday when he missed, <clears throat> you know, the... There was a point where, uh, I think it was Fred who, who crossed the ball. Um, and you could see the frustration on Cristiano's uh, face when he, you know, a good pass would have probably led it to him scoring the goal. So he's desperate to get on the scoring seat. Uh, and even the miss by Bruno, uh, that, that save by uh, Arsenal goalkeeper, and, you know, Cristiano was right there. So, you know, if he gets a few goals here and there, uh, you know, he'll be happy as well. So, again, four games uh, in. Very impressed with uh, the turnaround that Manchester United has done so far. But as you keep saying, every game is a new test. And especially with Europa League and, and every Premier League game is, is going to be tough. So we have to have the same intensity, tempo, same mentality, same you know winning attitude uh, every single game. But this is a much more positive um, outlook than, <laughs> than we did in our last podcast. Uh, so it's great to see uh, them turning things, right? Yeah. Anyway, all right, we will be back. Next week, Crystal Palace away is on Sunday, I believe. And by then, we should have played Real Sociedad as well. So it'll be good to see, you know, what two sets of strike uh, starting 11 will be there for these two games. So even these two games, you know, there will be lots of talking points on how these players perform. Do we keep the same intensity? Who scores the goals? Uh, you know, Real Sociedad at home on a Thursday. I, I think we should be winning that game easily. So again, let's wait and see. Uh, credit to the manager, uh, Ten Hag. I mean, he's, he's lived up to the pressure after the first two games. Uh, credit to the players as well for, for bringing and changing their mentality and attitude, right? All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next weekend. If you like it, please listen to Devils Across the Pond. Thank you very much. And bye.